When you are building something no one has ever seen, something no one has ever imagined, who can you turn to for help? The answer is the other people who are facing the same issues you are. Those product inventing, boundary pushing, design obsessed folks who are just like you. Welcome to AWS Startup Stories. I'm Michelle Kung. And I'm Michael Copeland. What follows are the tools that work, the leadership practices that make a difference, and the lessons you only learn by building a company. And one more thing, what startup jockeys do with a very rare item, their downtime. So let's get to it. Tool, practice, lesson, and something to do when you aren't neck deep in code. Welcome to AWS Startup Stories. We are here in sunny for once, Berkeley, California, with Sekar Madatana-Pali, who is the CTO and co-founder of Lysio. Sekar, welcome. Thank you. Full disclosure, Sekar worked at Andreessen Horowitz, and that's how I know him. So yes. good to see you. Yeah, same year. <laughs> Tell us what Lysio does. Lysio is a collaboration platform. We connect the professionals uh, with their clients Professionals in this regard are your CPAs, your wealth managers, insurance management, uh, mortgage brokers, and people like that. So you connect them in what sense? So obviously, so they can get their job done, but like, what does the platform do? Um, what yeah. does the Lysio platform do? Yeah. So what it does is like it uh, organizes and actually co- uh, collates all the data, which is communication going between the, the CPA and their client. For example, uh, if they are requesting the documents, right? And the documents itself, right? Uh, or what tasks needs to be done, right? All those things is collated at one place and they can have a 360 degree view of that particular client. If I'm looking at uh, you, if I'm the CPA, and I'll right away know who communicated with you from my, from my firm, right? When, and when did you respond? Did I give you any tasks? Like, for example, hey, can you give me your all your expenses so I can take care of it, right? Uh, I can see all your documents at one place. I don't need to go and hunt for different folders and all the different things. And so for me, as the customer or the client of a CPA or a wealth manager, yeah. I start, you know, I get to see my stuff in one place as well. Or exactly. I can get all my kind of questions in one place if, if necessary and that kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. Because that's the greatest benefit because... Uh, we are also mobile first. Everything like the firm as well as the client can actually communicate on the mobile uh, mobile apps. So when you just, your CP ask for some document, you can go to your app and right away see at one place uh, whether you have sent it or not. Uh, if you're not, you can do your task right there and boom, it's complete. Now, th- th- you've been in the tech industry for a long time as an applications guy and uh, you ran uh, your own consulting firm and you've worked in the venture world, as we said. You've worked for large organizations implementing ERP systems. Why now a startup? What lit a fire under your <laughs> rear, as they say, to go do this? <laughs> yeah. I always had this bug, right? Uh, and I was basically was looking for the right team and the right problem to solve. All my life, uh, working in the different companies, I was always working on different clients uh, where I'm very passionate about the, the technology where I like and the people. Uh, I never uh, just chase something else which I don't enjoy. It. And I was looking for the right moment and the right team to embark on doing the, my own company. Right. And this seems like uh, the problem uh, dear and to me. And I said, okay, we got to, somebody has to solve this problem. Well, and I know it's going really well. Like you got, you know, you're growing fast. Um, you've got co-founders. One's a CPA. Another guy was the one of the founders of Tally. Um, yes. And uh, people are jumping on board. So that's a good sign. Yes. Yes. It's a good sign, actually. It was a quite a journey, but it's a good sign. We learned so much stuff along the way. And uh, we think uh, 
we'll be the great company. All right, let's jump into these questions. A tool that you use on a regular basis. Uh, Jira. Rocket Chat. Jira, Rocket Chat. Uh, those are the two main tools which we use. Of course, we use Zoom to communicate uh, right. for the meeting stuff. Uh, Jira uh, keeps us in line uh, to uh, keep the dev team in line, support team in line, and our product uh, feedback uh, coming from our customers. Right. Do you have any particular way that you use it that's different than other people? And and you know, did you know at the beginning that like you know you needed this as part of your uh, of your process? Yes, I was very adamant on having the processes built from the get go. Whether you have one engineer or thousand engineers, uh, I strongly believe in that. Uh, otherwise, you can't scale, right? Uh, so within a couple of months, we right away implemented uh, Rocket Chat and the Jira. And we made that as a habit, right? All the communication goes to that. So that puts to a structure to everybody else. Right, right. So Jira handles the sort of ticketing and- Ticketing you know, and system, and yeah. Right, and Rocket Chat handles the, the chat. Right. Chat, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So it's one plus the other, I see. Yes. And they're separate things as Supreme. we know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and Rocket Chat, just because you guys have constant communication, I mean, or you want there to be, and you have developers- all over the world, right? Exactly, yeah. We have developers all over the world. We have a couple of them here in the Bay Area. Uh, we have in India and uh, in a couple of places in India. So we all work together seamlessly. The only way I, I, I strongly believe is we were able to do it is having the structure in place. And the second thing is empowering them. Right. right. Uh, that's very, very key. A leadership practice or routine. Something mm -hmm. that you do with your team that, that, or it could have been in the past teams that you are on mm -hmm. that you feel it really works. Yes. Implementation of the large ERP systems for the companies uh, taught me a lot. Uh, what I say that is uh, typical engineers tend to feel like they are in silos, right? Uh, when I was implementing the big systems, I had to deal with different facets of the company. Uh, which their agendas are different and the, how they operate are uh, operating are different. As a co-founder, uh, what I felt is uh, I'm not only actually working with my other co-founder uh, on the markets and the product side, but also responsible for working with my own team on the tech side, right? Uh, they're all different mentalities, how they work. The key thing in the leadership, what we did early on is like having a structure in place. Uh, I believe in the flat structure, but again, not too flat. Right. Because if you don't empower your engineers, everybody is talking to everybody, right? Everybody is talking to the CEO or the CTO. Uh, and then you won't have the velocity when you're trying to push your code through, your features through, or a sense of ownership. In, in the company. I was going to say, so it gets to ownership too, right? Exactly. So it's flat, but not too flat. And then, cause then that, if it's really flat and everyone's kind of, you know, their fingers and everything, it slows things down. Exactly. Exactly. Because then, then they don't have the uh, sense of ownership. I was like, Oh, but this problem you will see the moment you are crossing like five, 10 engineers, when they're like three or four, you're sitting right across and that works, right? The flat works, right? right? But when you're growing like more than 10, 20 engineers, that's when actually this really becomes very apparent, right? Because that's where you can actually have a sense of ownership. Right. Well, so how do you implement that then? It's one thing to sort of want that, but how do you actually implement it? So the biggest thing I think for the CTOs, I would say, are the co-founders. They get very excited. Oh, this feature is good. You right away run to a, a your developer and say, "Oh, go do this thing," even though you have a scrum master or engineering manager, uh, not telling him or her and talking to them. Right. That discipline, uh, that eagerness, eagerness, most of the times actually propels to do something else. But if you have 
self discipline and say okay we have a process in place it doesn't need to be a very hard set role quick phone call okay guy hey this is what my priority is this is what the customer is asking we vetted it how do we go about it you talk to your engineering manager or a scrum master or the developer who is leading say then he or she will actually take it and run from there because then you're not only making them empowered and you're also making them responsible right then they know oh this is what i need to deliver in next 3 days 4 days next month whatever it it is a process but it's also sort of points of communication and points of leadership yes as opposed to everybody going to the scrum master and like hey we should do this i talked to somebody we should do that exactly there is you know sort of a chain of command as it were exactly yes flat but not too flat to flat but not too flat right? right so one more point we made sure is like we have set the timing for the meetings right companies tend to early on it works like okay uh, every one hour whenever they feel like oh there's an urgency let's have a meeting right it will wear down the peer it will wear the people down it's good but i always believe in uh, work life balance uh, that's very very important so to do that you need to have a structure in place saying that okay we'll have two calls per day or three calls per day that doesn't mean that you cannot have more than that but every time like it's like um up oh, morning 8 o'clock you know i need to go have my breakfast but i also i need to have a meeting scrum master meeting up oh, end of the day like for 6:30 we have a scrum master meeting so that discipline uh having regular structure saying that at that time we're going to have this that will actually enforce the people also to be very responsible right uh building that structure very early on is important i would say yeah believe me we've all worked in organizations where the sort of meetings can be endless and it just expands and expands and exactly. and you both it makes it hard to get things done especially if you're developing things you need to have that concentrated time yes to really crank and uh it it just becomes hard hard yes a lesson learned this could be something that you were happy to learn or something you're like wow i hope i never have to learn that lesson again <laughs> more than a lesson learned is more uh, i would say it's a continuous learning empathy uh-huh i was reading satya nadella's book it really hit home for me about the leadership right uh, even though i knew some of the uh, things which i learned uh, in course of my life one of the key things is empathy I think a lot of the leaders good leaders have good empathy let me put that way so it's not just go 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 right uh, i don't give a damn like i just need this right that uh, that doesn't work for me right i felt like that doesn't also scale empathy is very key right and not just saying it how do you go out and implement it and how do you do it early and how do you do course correct it it's not it is not easy it's easy said than done and that's one continuous thing i would say i keep learning even today can you learn to have empathy i mean this is maybe not a this is not a question about you as a person so much but about other people around you yeah you know if there's a person who is like go 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 and then like wait i should be empathetic can they learn to be empathetic or how can we learn i guess is maybe the more positive yeah. spin on it i think we can learn empathy you always hear right like the uh, half of the time the solution of the problem is you acknowledging that you have a problem right some people can never learn empathy right but i personally think most people can learn the moment if you try to put yourself into the other person's shoes that's when you actually learn how to be empathetic leader so so give us examples of them I and mean, is it sort of like okay we should be doing this and make everybody work all weekend long and or yeah. you know but what are those moments where you need to sort of yeah. put yourself in their shoes 
or into their coding head or whatever it is. Yeah. So what I always think is like, you know, being in the Silicon Valley, like, oh, 24 by 7, keep coding, keep coding, right? Like, yes, you can do that. But if you push the team every weekend, go do this, go do this thing, right? And then go in the evening, go party, right? But again, go do this, go do this. It becomes like a uh, cycle and it uh, wears them out. We always would say, okay, weekend is your time. Go. Right. But there is times in the company you have to work. There's no choice. Like, like there's a peak seasons and the, uh, like a soft seasons. That time we don't have an option. We can't predict all of them, but we at least know what those things are. Right. Like let's say if there is a great fee, there's a very important feature you want to release. It's very important for the company to be successful. And then you have a plan in place. So you're working towards it. You put a correct plan, how I can accomplish for that particular date. And then you know, as you're coming closer, there will be very stressful days. So don't make that from the beginning itself. So slowly ease them, ease the people in. So they don't feel like, oh, we are always into this. Right. When I say empathy, that's what is empathy, right? right? right. Uh, it's not just giving a pat on the back and asking, how's your family doing? Uh, it's, I, I feel like it's more than that. Finally, uh, because you are probably working weekends sometimes, uh, we're sympathetic to you as <laughs> yeah. well. What are you binging? Wow. Uh, I watch a lot of uh, um, sci-fi stuff. Uh, Stargate uh, SG-1 is uh-huh. one of my favorite ones. Nice. Uh, I love it. Uh, the other one, uh, I used to binge on Mr. Robot. Uh-huh. Uh, that was another one. Uh, the third one was a Star Trek, of course. Star Trek, of course, of course. Uh, Mr. Robot makes me go a little dark uh, into I my know, dark yeah, side. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it also scares me, actually. Yeah, right? exactly. I, I, one thing I would say that, though, that actually uh, created a curiosity in me about the whole cybersecurity. Right. Cybersecurity is something like you can't solve it 100%, right? There is a, there is a place where you could do comfortable enough, right? And how do you do it cost-effective right. and meaningful? Right. Uh, I would say Mr. Robot kind of actually made me think about it. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so no. uh, it's like there are crazy people out there right. and uh, crazy things does happen in the companies. Right. Uh, but uh, I would definitely say on the cybersecurity side, it does pull me towards more understanding that whole world. It, it, it makes you think. <laughs> All right, let's sum up a little bit. Jira plus Rocket Chat. Um, yeah process. Yes. I love this flat, but not too flat yes. uh, <laughs> as an organization and regular meeting times. So, you know, you can have more, but let's have these regular ones and like try not to kind of go crazy and have them all the time. Exactly. Yes. And then empathy. People can learn to be empathetic. Most of us, I hope we yes. hope. And, yep. um, but empathy is not just a pat on the back. It's, you know, sort of a more holistic look of the people working, you know, alongside you exactly. and for you. And then finally, Star Trek, Stargate, G1, yes. SG1. Yes, G1. <laughs> and uh, a little bit of Mr. Robot in there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sekar Pali, CTO and co-founder of Lucio. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for listening. Do us a favor and leave us a review. And if you know someone who we should have on the show, or maybe it's you, reach out to us at startupstories at amazon.com. And subscribe to AWS Startup Stories wherever you get your podcasts. 